Welcome to the Infinite Journey Podcast, where we are rising up in mind, in spirit, and in consciousness above all of the clamor and drama of this present world. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about and asking the question, is it the end of the world as we know it? And if it is, do you feel fine? A lot of people would answer that question uh, with a hearty, no, they don't feel fine. There's a lot of folks right now that feel confused, scared, anxious, angry. I mean, you name it. The emotions run the gambit. And there's even a lot of religious folks and spiritual people who are feeling afraid and feeling anxious and worried. But I also notice that there are certain smaller pockets of people right now amidst everything that's going on in the world who have great peace. They're waking up every day saying, what a beautiful day. Oh man, I I feel great. I feel so alive and so happy. So what is the difference there? Why is it that some people are deepening their faith and they're waking up every morning in the midst of government upheavals and drama and COVID-19 and conspiracy theories and earthquakes and unpredictable weather patterns, so much crazy stuff happening? How is it that there are some people waking up every morning saying, man, this is a beautiful day? And they're just happy, and they have this glow that seems to just emanate from their very spirit and soul. And why is it there are other people that wake up and say, oh God, what's going to happen today? I hope something bad doesn't happen today, or I'm angry today, I'm going to lash out at somebody at the supermarket or online or on the street today because they're wearing a mask or not wearing a mask or they support this presidential candidate and I support the other one, whatever it might be. What is the difference? Why are some people so high-strung and others have that serene peace? And during this whole time where everyone is worried about the shutdown and COVID-19, is it real? Is it a government scam? And please don't send me all the emails with the conspiracy theories telling me why you think it's a government scam and why I need to know all this information. Because whether it is or whether it isn't, that is not the point. The point is that how is there people in the midst of all this that have this spiritual joy and light in their lives. And they're out there. As I said, there's smaller pockets of them, but they are out there. And then there's other people who are just caught up in the, the melee. And I think, and this is not picking on anybody or saying somebody's wrong or somebody's bad, but I think the folks who are religious, the folks who are spiritual, 
and they're caught up in all this fear and anger and dread. And, and you know, it's normal. All of us feel those emotions at some point or another in our lives. None of us are a rock where nothing ever shakes us. Of course we're going to get upset. Of course we're going to be worried. We're going to have concern for our families when things don't go well. But for that to be a perpetual state that goes on and on and on day after day, week after week, month after month, even year after year, you know, then I think we have uh, a little bit of, for lack of a better word, uh, a little bit of a problem. And I think that kind of thing is because of the indoctrination that so many of us have had over the years. It's like I've always said, there's people that know about God, but do they really know God? It's easy to read the Bible and, oh, praise you, God, and, you know, all this type of thing, and, and, and kind of get that little adrenaline rush or the, the dopamine rush of the moment, and we say, oh, that was the Holy Spirit. But then when that moment's over with, we go right back to being afraid, being angry, being dramatic, worried, anxious, whatever the case might be. Because those things are just working us up into having chemical reactions within the body or emotional bursts of happiness and positivity but it's kind of like trying to fill the void of emptiness in our lives by buying things. The shopaholic goes out, buys something, but as soon as he or she gets it home and puts it on the shelf, that rush is over with. Now he has to worry about the next thing he's going to buy, the next thing he's going to get. It's the same thing with these pseudo-chemical, uh, emotional induced religious experiences they're fleeting and they don't have a lasting effect on the individual but it's what we've been trained to do for so many years looking to the institutions and the pastors and the priests and now the internet guru and self-proclaimed prophet Everybody's looking to be filled with that Spirit of God by somebody else's teachings. Now, what does all this have to do with the end of the world as we know it? We're, we're going to get to that. We're going to tie all this together, so bear with me. And I've said this time and time again ad nauseum in my podcast, you know, in past, present, and probably the future, we have to stop looking for these other people to fill us with the Spirit of God, to give us faith, to give us hope. And I see so many people on the internet these internet prophets and gurus and self-proclaimed uh, messengers and speakers for God, and they come on their channels so matter-of-factly, here I am today, 
bringing you this tremendous message and there's so much going on in the world and oh you know you know you need this information i'm going you know you can't you can't get that personal relationship and infilling of the spirit from somebody else's information no matter how important or self-important they make themselves out to be and that is what we have to break away from because this, this is what is leading so many people astray. And we read in the Bible about in the last days, many will depart from the faith. They will not heed sound doctrine. The love of many will grow cold. Think about the words of Jesus when he said, in the end, there are many that will say, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name didn't we do miracles in your name didn't we do all these wonderful things in your name and he'll say depart from me why because i never knew you and that kind of gives me goosebumps i don't i don't rehearse these podcasts i just come in here and talk from the mind talk from the heart whatever's going on uh in my thoughts about a particular subject and that just like gave me goosebumps because it fits in with, with what I've always heard in my spirit, what I've always felt and said. There's the difference of knowing God and knowing about God. Maybe all those people saying, Lord, Lord, are those who know certain things about God or think they know because they've been taught by institutions and other men as the self-proclaimed prophets and the organizations they think they know but they don't know intimately and there's those words of christ i never knew you and i'll say it again and i know there's a lot of people that don't like to hear it and i always get backlash for this but for all the people that are looking at Donald Trump and these politicians, oh, he's our new King David, he's our Cyrus. You don't see anything strange about that. You don't see anything strange about him bringing the, you know, making Jerusalem the capital of Israel and they're making the new temple coin with King Cyrus on one side and Donald Trump on the other. You don't see anything peculiar about that when it comes to biblical prophecy you're just going to follow along with it because the evangelical ministers and self-proclaimed prophets and organizations back this politician i mean how many times do i have to say it this looks like the road being paved to Antichrist land rather than, you know, a theocracy led by America and Donald Trump that's going to embrace the entire world and bring the kingdom of God to the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, if that's what you believe, that's not how it's going to happen. The Bible that you claim to believe in and read says so. How are we being so deluded? This is how, why we need to get away from all of this 
nonsense in seeking after the personalities to tell us and educate us and fill us and tell us how to be saved and how to experience Christ and, you know, everything else. We don't get it that way. We get it the same way those other smaller pockets of people are getting it and waking up in joy every morning. Because they take time each day just to sit in quietness, close their eyes, just be in the presence of God within and around them. Let the Spirit speak. Just worshipfully be in that divine presence. Getting to know God, not just knowing about God or taking in information and we think we know, but we really don't. That's why people don't have peace. Because they think they know, but they've taken on man's rendition of God. And it is nothing but an idol constructed by religion. That's not saying all religion is bad. All organizations are bad. Not at all. There are some wonderful pastors and teachers and you know, of all denominations out there. But when you look at these people that want to be front and center and rule the world and rule your life, that's bad news. We have to get quiet before God and just spend time literally in his presence, just being there. Let him fill you. Let him speak. Let him guide. Let him just permeate your mind and your spirit even if for five minutes ten minutes however long you want to sit and just worship and be with god in that silence in that moment i always find it very interesting that that's something that the mystics have always done and some of these people are i mean you read the mystics even modern day mystics that you know aren't popular some of the most intelligent, peaceful, loving, open-minded, wonderful people you ever want to meet. I mean, you can literally feel the presence of God just all around them. But yet, for decades, centuries, organized religion has said that mysticism is not true Christianity. It is a sin and even possibly from the devil. How incredibly deceptive and backwards is that? People that just want to sit in the presence of God and have a greater personal experience and infilling of his spirit of his spirit are sinful and satanic, not even practicing true worship or Christianity. There is something very wrong with the path these people have taken us down. And I believe tying this into the topic now, the end of the world as we know it. Look, I've studied Bible prophecy since probably the mid-80s. 
And I'm definitely a believer in those words and in those prophecies. There are many prophecies from the past that were fulfilled after the scriptures were written. Now there are people that will come along and say, oh, well, no, uh, this and Isaiah or whatever was written after the fact. And they try to debunk it with their pseudoscience and sounding all intellectual. But if you do the digging and look at the real facts, we see that there are many, 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 many prophecies of the Old Testament that were fulfilled after the fact, sometimes hundreds of years after the fact, to the T. So that says something. History proves that what many of these great seers saw in the future was accurate. And then we come to the New Testament and we see everything that's talked about there unfolding in our world today. It's amazing to look at and to think about and to witness. We have the unpredictable weather patterns, destructive weather patterns all over the world, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, there's earthquakes. I just read an article the other day that there's more mass animal deaths going on all over the world. Many of the uh, migratory birds here in the United States are just falling out of the sky by the thousands. Killer whales attacking schools of killer whales, attacking boats in the ocean, ramming them, attacking them. We have plague and disease. I mean, there's a new disease and a new virus born every day, it seems like. And people that don't think COVID-19 is real, oh, it's real. Whether the government is taking advantage of that pandemic or not is another story that we're not going to get into here. But it is a real virus. And there's many more out there that could become the next thing that ravages the world. There is um, a virus carried by mosquitoes. I think it's called EEE, if I'm not mistaken. It is a deadly virus, and it just made its way into the United States. There's certain states in America right now where they're telling people to stay indoors, especially at night, because these infected mosquitoes are, are in the area. And if you get bit, it's likely a death sentence. So we have the viruses, the plagues, the pestilence, the waves of the sea raging and roaring as Jesus talked about. We have the earthquakes. We have people, the love of many growing cold, departing from sound doctrine, following after these politicians, and not only the politicians, but the internet gurus and the self-proclaimed prophets following these nonsensical ideas. And when you tell them, hey, maybe you should watch your step with that, don't you tell me. 
you don't know the Lord. You better get sick. They, they attack you viciously and tell you how lost you are and how stupid you are. Is that Christian? Is that godlike? We can't even see the neon sign flashing in front of our face. It just goes to show that it's, as Jesus said, many can read the word, read the Bible, maybe for years, and they see, but they do not understand. And they hear, but they do not comprehend. The nations of the world, it is nation against nation, man against man. The nations of the world perplexed, as the Bible says. Kingdom against kingdom. All the birth pains or birth pangs seem to be all around us in triplicates in every conceivable manner. And still we don't look, we don't understand, we don't commune with God. We'd rather run around with our MAGA hats on and prop up politicians as the next King David and hate other people and believe the stupidest things. And I hate to say that, but people believe some really stupid things. I mean, my God, what, what has happened to us intellectually? It seems we're following men to the gates of hell and not giving one ounce of heed to the things of God. And then we wonder why we're afraid and why we're anxious and we feel angry because we're all following after the wrong voice. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, and another voice they will not heed. They will not listen to. Look at all the various voices that people are listening to in the world right now. Everybody's departing from the faith and sound doctrine and following all of these other people because they think, all of these other people are going to save them, save the country, save the world, save their religion, save their faith. And they might, because that religion and that faith is a very polluted version of the truth. Remember the words of Jesus, depart from me, I never knew you. So are you spending time getting to know God, getting to know Christ, communing with the Spirit? Or do you think that by following the teachings and the instructions and the speeches and doctrines of men in churches and on, on platforms and in megachurches, and at the White House or on your TV screen on YouTube or wherever you watched the, the, the videos of the self-proclaimed messengers. 
Is that where you think you're getting the truth and getting to know the spirit? Do you think that's where the spirit is? And let me tell you something, folks, and I just use this as an example. I'm not picking on Donald Trump and saying, oh, you know, this, you know, like some people do. I use this, and I've said this before, as an example because it is an example that is very large, looming large in our world right now. How people are following after this individual like the Pied Piper, like he's the Pope. But if that's who you follow and that's what you want and it's praise Jesus MAGA, what do you think is going to happen if Donald Trump gets reelected? What do you think is going to happen if Joe Biden gets elected and that's your guy you're looking for to save the country and to save you? They're not. They are not going to save anybody. The drama and the fighting and the political fighting and the hatred and the division will continue because only the kingdom of God can bring lasting peace and no man can bring that upon the earth. So it doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter what policies they try to put through. It doesn't matter what kind of polluted and diluted theocracy they try to start with all of these televangelists you know in america and spread it across the world it's not going to work and even if it did it would not bring peace you're pouring all of your water in a glass that has no bottom it just spills onto the ground and it doesn't fill you it doesn't fill the world. It doesn't fill your spirit. It doesn't fill anything or anybody with the spirit, with the presence, with the peace, and with the love of God. It just goes through, falls out of the broken bottom that's not there, and spills all over the ground. That's what putting hope in man does, and that's what it will always do. And if you think that's an exaggeration, oh, yo, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, oh, wait and see. We'll just wait and see. All of this is not going to go away. Man cannot bring about total peace on earth. Again, the very Bible that many read tells us so. And people will say, oh, yes, but, you know, God uses men and even imperfect men. You know, there's that argument for Donald Trump out there. Hey, listen, that is true. But I think we can tell the difference when God is really using somebody, even if they're imperfect, for his purposes. God using somebody, even an imperfect man or a woman, isn't through that person going to cause so much division, so much hatred, so much upheaval. I saw a person on Twitter the other day standing by. Uh, they had a, a um, Make America Great Again sign hanging in their front yard, and it said Trump Pence. And at the bottom of it, it said, 
uh, neuter and spay all of the Democrats and liberals. See, we don't un- we don't understand. So many people that are in this movement have that mindset. It's almost like Nazi Germany, hail Hitler, hail Trump. People don't like to hear that, but it is a truth. That's why prejudice is running wild. Hate the blacks, get rid of the Hispanics, kick everybody out of the country that's not white. Spay and neuter the liberals and the Democrats. It's such a permeating mindset. And if God is using a person, even an imperfect person, it is not going to stem that kind of thoughts. You have to be able to tell the difference between God's thoughts and man's thoughts. Or if you really want to go this far with it, God's thoughts and the devil's thoughts. And this goes right along with, again, the end time prophecies. That the day will come when those who kill you are thinking they are doing a service to God. We really need to watch our backs with this, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a joke that's happening in our world right now. And it's just not the United States. It is all over. And when I see so many people following the masses, following the crowds, following the politicians following their favorite religious leaders who are telling them to follow the politicians, or whatever the case may be, I always hear that verse in my mind from the Bible that says, Come out of her, my people, and touch not the unclean thing. And that's what all of us need to do right now. Come out of her. Come out of Babylon the Great. Come out of this mess. We don't belong there. If we are true children of God, we don't belong there. That is not our truth. That is not God's truth. That is not God's way. It is a mess, and we need to have a mass exodus. And look, it's not too late to turn it around. The ancient Christians always taught and believed prophecy was conditional. And man could always repent, turn his life around, his nation around, his government around, and prolong his days without these things falling upon us in judgment. But I don't know. I don't know how far we've come if people will turn it around. So many people are so far down this road, and even if you warn them, they can't and they will not hear you. They will only hate you and attack you viciously. Does that sound like God? Does that sound like the fruits of the spirit or mind? that is growing from someone being used by God, it certainly does not. 
And it reminds me, and I'm not painting myself as a prophet or anything of this nature, but I remember saying back in 1995, I believe it was, we were, it was me and uh, some family members and friends, we were talking about uh, the Tim LaHaye book, I remember the Left Behind series. And I remember saying, I made the statement, I said, Everybody in the world knows about this Antichrist, Rapture, 666, so on and so forth. I said, if any of this started to happen, if it happened today, most people, even those who don't believe in it and mock it, would recognize it and either prevent it from happening or turn their lives over to God. I said, I think the day is going to come, and this can only happen. When a time comes where people are so self-deluded, so selfish, so absent of reason and faith and love and goodness, that when these things start to happen, they don't even recognize it or they don't even care. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> that has happened and been fulfilled right before my very eyes. This is not good ground many people are walking on, and we need to turn around and depart, come out of it, depart from that unclean thing. Join the pockets of people, those little pockets of people that are communing with God and waking up every day in all of this mess and saying, man, I feel great. And what a great day to be alive. Never too late to do that. We all have that choice up until the day we die. So rise up. Rise in mind, in soul, in consciousness. Rise above all of this. And you'll definitely see and feel a difference. And all of this will seem like a distant dream even when it's happening right in front of you, because you're no longer, you're in the world, but not of it. And it doesn't affect you like it's affecting the people who are wrapped up in all of this drama and hate and nonsense. So anyway, folks, I hope you got something out of this podcast today. I really enjoyed talking about this to you. As always, Stay safe, stay well, draw close to God, commune with God in your own spirit. Don't let anybody tell you how to have faith. Don't look to other people to fill you with God's spirit. Open yourself up to his presence and let him fill you himself. And I'll tell you, it will be one of the most wonderful and blessed experiences that you've ever had. I'm Paul James Caden. I thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time here on The Infinite Journey.